I'm Tracy Rhodes, creator of Traces of Faith. Writing online since 2014, I've been swept up in the glorious and bottomless well of Capital C Church, the body of Christ, those believers who proclaim Jesus as divine king over, well, everything. With this weekly podcast, I want to connect all of us to the greater church. Whether you're a new believer or a seasoned one, Christian curious, or anywhere in between, I'm confident you'll be intrigued by what I've discovered in my spiritual wanderings. Let's talk church. Good afternoon. So as many of you probably know, I have a weekly email that I send out every Saturday morning called the Saturday 7. And that email has evolved over the years. When I signed my first book deal, I think I had 75 subscribers maybe, which was quite a bit for the level that I was at. I hadn't really pushed email much at the what, almost 10 years now that I've been blogging, it changes. The tides go in and out, right? When I first started, blogging was probably in its last year or two of being successful. And there was a lot of online magazines. If you were a part of those, then that kind of expanded your reach. And then for a while, Facebook was big. And then Facebook ads started being used. We went to Instagram. I found this really crazy and weird home on Twitter. And it just continues to to morph. So maybe three months ago, I don't even remember how long, I switched my email service from MailChimp, who I had been with for a number of years, to Substack because that's the latest and greatest Substack. So on Substack, I send out my weekly email, but then I also send a monthly article around scripture to paid subscribers. And I forgot to do it in August. I should learn someday that I shouldn't say I'm going to do something monthly or weekly. Just say I'm going to do it. Like this podcast, for example. I used to always try to do it Tuesday mornings, and then it would get to be Wednesday and Thursday, and I'm like, oh, shoot. So the best I can, every month I send articles to my paid subscribers about scripture. Today's scripture that I shared with them and kind of wrote some thoughts about was 1 Timothy 2, 2. I'm going to read it for you briefly, and then just kind of have a short discussion about that. Actually, I'm going to back up to read 1 Timothy 2.1 also, which I did in the post because it just kind of makes sense when you look at it all together. I'm reading from the NASB. First of all, then, I urge that requests, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving be made in behalf of all people, for kings and all who are in authority, so that we may lead a tranquil and quiet life in all godliness and dignity. Now, I don't know about you, but when I read those words, 
towards the end of verse 2. My mind, my spirit automatically tells me, slow it down. Tranquil, quiet, godliness, dignity. In the article, I shared some other translations that use the word humble, one of my favorite, favorite words, and certainly um, something I strive for. Peaceable is mentioned. Just words that, that give you pause, um, that make you rest, that encourage you to be intentional about taking in life, right? All of this took me to Psalm 46.10, which we hear a lot and we toss it around. It's a popular verse. Sometimes with the most popular verses, I will look it up in a translation that's new to me so that I can shake it up a little bit and maybe see a new part of that verse that I can focus on and reflect on further. So in the Young's Literal Translation, which is one of my favorites, I don't have it as a Bible. I always look it up on BibleHub.com. It says, desist and know that I am God. I am exalted among nations. I am exalted in the earth. Now, I don't use the word desist very often. It's be still, right, in the um, translations that I learned it in. And so desist, the only time I recall using the word desist is cease and desist, right? Just stop what you're doing. There's almost a strong arm to it, right? Like, you know how whenever people are taking standardized tests or a time test of some sort and or like on the cooking shows where the chefs are competing against one another and you hear them say time is up and what are you supposed to do you're supposed to drop your pen you're supposed to drop your spatula lift up your hands no more work project test done that's desist so then combining the two a quiet life of prayer of intercession, of thanksgiving. That's so much time with God. And what's it lead to? A quiet life, a knowing of God. And I just have to call attention because it kind of cracked me. You know, sometimes you read a verse and you're like, oh, I didn't really pay that much attention to it. It says to pray for everyone. But then it says, for kings and all who are in authority. And in the article, I mentioned the fact that we would probably have more peace and quiet if the kings and all those in authority would be humble and just do the good work that they had been asked to do, right? But that's beyond our control most of the time. So even when they don't, we pray. We pray for them. We lift all things up to God, and it rushes in, the quiet life, the life of dignity, the life like Jesus. That's all for today. Again, it's Tracy Rhodes. You can find me online at my blog, tracesoffaith.com. My social media handles, Twitter is Traces of Faith. 
Facebook and Instagram Traces of Faith blog. Take care until next time.